And we're back. What's what's up? Another episode of the Dre and Des podcast. Hey man, we don't gotta act like we like uh, we keep one hundred on this podcast, people. Uh, Des this uh, 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 rang me a new one, however you say it, because I didn't respond in two minutes to join the podcast. So I just want to say that don't be fooled that this guy has the patience of. A five-year-old. How old are you, Dre? All right, I'm just all right. Whatever, I'm just talking. But anyway, we're back. Um. Okay, dude. I hear crickets in the background. Are you are are, are you ready? I'm good. I'm ready. Ready to all rock right. and roll. All right. So you set set the uh, table. Uh. So it is about nine thirty on today is Saturday. What is it? The twelfth of September. Um, the Lakers and the Rockets are at halftime right now, so we're, we'll kind of talk about that, uh, you know, this game, as well as talk about our, our beloved Lions and, and their game tomorrow. Um, it's, you know, we'll see what happens, but uh, yeah, so, so start off with the Lakers. Um, they, they, LeBron looks like he's on a mission. To, he's not messing around. He's not looking to go for this game to go six. Uh, he he's he's looking aggressive, dominant. Um, you know the 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 Lakers are going to be a problem. Uh, them and the the Clippers. It's the thing that I do enjoy is that this is what everybody wanted. Everybody <laughs> wanted the Clippers Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. Like so, right. I I definitely appreciate that. But um, I, I think the resurgence of Rondo is going to change things a lot. Uh, for the series, I, I really, runs. I really think so. Um, Playoff run, though, it's a real thing. It's gonna be, it's gonna be something. It's gonna be something. I, I think the the matchup wise, um, I think the I think the Clippers will be okay when they're on defense. I'm wondering who's gonna guard Kawhi when the Lakers are on defense. Who do you think is gonna is gonna guard him? Um, I actually think that you might see. Uh, AD, a mixture of AD and LeBron, uh, KCP. Uh, they're not going to put the onus on LeBron to, to guard you know one person at this point in his career. Um, I think it's going to be a mixture of the two. Um, and <clears throat> um, honestly, I, I think that what's best for them is to choose one. And I think if anybody, they should choose to lock down Paul George uh, because I think they have a better chance of, do- of doing so. And let Kawhi get his. You know, okay, Kawhi, you get 35, 40, but everybody else is not going off. Um, because, and I think it's a little bit easier to do that for the Lakers to do that to the Clippers as opposed to the opposite because the Lakers' advantage is they have their two best players is a wing and a big man. As opposed to the Clippers, their two best players are two wings. So it's a little bit, it's a lot more difficult to double team a guy in a post and a wing guy as opposed to two guys on the wing, if that makes sense. So uh, that's what I would do if I was the Lakers. I would say, okay, you know what? Kawhi go and get his. But, you know, we're going to make sure Paul uh, – uh, I, I forgot what's the uh, thing that Skip says. Uh, <laughs> George Paul. George T. Paul. Paul, Paul yeah. I, I, we'll make sure we see George Paul this series as opposed to playoff P. And uh, they, that happens. If Paul George doesn't play well, 
Um, though I think I think the way the Lakers are playing right now, I get the Lakers edge. But see, for me, I I think Paul George is more volatile and, and inconsistent than Kawhi is. Like if if you're set yeah. on on let Kawhi get his, well, he's his mid range. He's gonna eat you alive. I would I would rather put Let my put my forces towards Kawhi because I know he's consistent. And Paul George yeah. could 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 have a James Harden game to where he goes two for eleven, two for twelve, and you know you blow him out. Like you you th- like that legit could happen to the Clippers if you Which are if you're if yeah. you're dialed in on Kawhi. Paul George could could just you know miss the broadside of a barn for two games and you blow him out and and it's not even close. True, true, and you know you, you, I, I put it this way, you know if you. If you make things more difficult for Kawhi, you put more pressure on Paul George, which there has been this notion. Uh, besides his time in Indiana, I mean, the 2014 playoff series against Indiana, he was clutch. I mean, he was going toe-to-toe with prime LeBron um, when uh, back in um, – Without in, much in help, Austin, too. Without, without much help. help. Yeah. yeah. So, but, every, but he hasn't been like that uh, consistently um, in a playoff since. And so, you know – if you put that pressure on Paul George, maybe he doesn't – he's not able to answer the bell. Now, you know Kawhi is going to answer the bell. I guess, you know, you don't recall – my point is, you don't recall Kawhi having 50-point games, 60-point games. It's like incredible performances in terms of a lot of points. Kawhi's dominance comes from clutch shots, maybe get 30, 32, uh, and incredible lockdown defense, right? Yeah. Um it's like all around impact, but in terms of if you give him a ton of shots, he's just not the type of guy that's going to take a lot of shots. He's a very he's like a robot. He really is. he's a very efficient type player. He may take twenty shots or twenty five shots, but he's going to go twelve or hit thirteen of them, shoot fifty percent. You know what I'm saying? Maybe have 42, 44 on his best day because of the way he plays, right? Yeah, and he doesn't take a lot of threes, right? So it. You know, I don't know. I guess my point is you can pick your poison, choose one or the other. But I do want to know what you were saying about what the Lakers are doing today. I'm actually watching their game as we speak. And the second half has started, and it's very similar to the first half in terms of uh, LeBron and the Lakers uh, came out with a ton of energy, uh, focus. Um, and on the opposite, Houston looked really sluggish. I mean, they looked kind of discon- disconnected a little bit, disinterested. Uh, more or less, I'm referring to James Harden, um, and they they started to pick it up a little bit. They're playing better, but you know I do anticipate this is the last game Houston's going to play this season until the next season kicks off. Um, within the next couple of months, assuming that they do lose tonight, they're going to have to make a decision here. Um, I I think it's easy to bring a band back together as long as you have James Harden. You're always going to win around 50 games. Um, but the goal for Daryl Morey is to win a championship. Um, I, I, I don't know. This is just not going to work. I mean, you're, you're always going to be good, but maybe they need to be one of those teams also. Like we talked about the Bucks and Sixers uh, a few episodes ago, they need to make a, you know, a, a dynamic change. Now people could say, well, they did. They traded Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook, but maybe they need to make another one, right? One more major change. Um, you know, maybe they're that team. Maybe they need to call Philly. You know, maybe you do, um, you know, uh, call um, uh, Milwaukee, try to do a, a blockbuster trade. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's interesting thing to think about, though. 
I mean, to me, I, I, I is think there anything that. Let me ask you something real quick. Is there anything that Houston can give Milwaukee that would allow you to take Giannis? Yes. Uh, to me, if I'm Daryl Morey, I'm trading James Harden. It sounds crazy, but I can't consistently yeah. have my superstar faltering in the playoffs like this. Like this is yeah. this, it, it, and it gets to a point, right? It's not that James Harden for ten games in the playoffs goes crazy where he's having his forty point, fifty point. 60-point games, and then has a a 2-for-11 game, he does this consistently. Like, whether it's he doesn't know how to pace himself or he just just literally burns himself out in the regular season, I don't really know what it is. But nonetheless, he can't show up in the playoffs. Like, they haven't even been – I'm trying to think. Have they been in the Western Conference uh, – the Western Conference Finals? Yes. Since since he's been here? They've been there yeah, one the year. year. Chris Paul, the year Chris Paul pulled his hamstring. Hurt his hamstring. Yeah. Yep. And then James Harden couldn't couldn't somehow close out the, the uh, Golden State. Just win one of two. That's all you got to do. Right. Win one of two. Um, it, it's it. I I I I'm I'm trading James Harden because it it does me no good that I have that I have uh, essentially before Peyton won his Super Bowl. It does me no good that you're the best regular season basketball player we've ever seen, and then in the playoffs you're just a guy. Like, that doesn't right. do me any good. I, if the right. goal is to get to a championship or even take steps towards it, James Harden, you're not helping me at all. You, yeah. you got to – if I'm Daryl Morey, and I, I don't even feel – it sounds controversial, but if I'm Daryl Morey, I feel very comfortable doing that, extremely yeah. comfortable. Because you're – because what are you getting me? What are you getting yeah. me? Like, they yeah. – you could argue – because uh, they, they had a, a bit of a battle last uh, um, round. But you know what I mean? I'm just like, I can't. They barely, they barely escaped OKC, you know, yeah. an OKC I, I, team who. Uh, and even and, in and, that closeout game, James Harden played like crap. Yeah. You know, Besides he, he, that block he had. Right. The, the block he had against Dort. But that's um, that's one play, you know, in a full, yeah. you know what I mean? In, in, in a full game. And I, I, I just can't, my, I can't keep doing that. Mind you, mind you, uh, is. Exactly six minutes and about thirty seconds, almost thirty seconds in the third quarter. The Lakers are up eighteen. So, oh yeah, it's a wrap. It looks like they're they're separating themselves. We'll see. You know, Houston every now and then had goals on the run, but if they're going to if Houston's going to go on the run, they need to do it quickly. Um, <laughs> they ain't going because, on no run. Let's let's be honest about about this. Yeah, they ain't going on no run. Tell they ain't going. Yeah. You, now. Skip Bayless, who I can't stand, but you seem to be able to tolerate, um, seems to think that the loss of uh, – he, he's used the loss of Daniel House as like a breaker of this series. Now, look, <laughs> I understand that's, that Daniel Hall- No, no, no. That's no. laughable. No. That is laughable. Sure. He's a, he's a, he's a rotational guy for Houston. He hits three. He's, a, he's a, another one of those wings that, you know, they use, but – you know, in terms of determine him being a termination in this series, no, no way. Heck no, it, it's it's him. it's laughable. You you it, it's you just make an excuse, and that's that's fine if you want to make excuses for him, but that's an awful excuse. Uh, Houston, I mean, the the small ball experiment, it didn't work. Um, no, and, and honestly, like with you know, we we talked about the end of the season, and it looks like Houston's going to be going home after this game. Wow, D'Antoni's going to yeah. be fired. And really, Daryl Morey might be fired as well because you went all in on this this small ball yeah, experiment. And it didn't work exactly. Like you ended up exact same spot you were before. Um, you know, so it, it, it to me that would be my my thing. I would trade James Harden. 
Um, I would hopefully try to get a, a sign and trade with Giannis. I'm not even sure that that could be possible because Milwaukee's the only team that could offer him the Supermax. Right. Well, they could, you know, sign him no. for the Supermax and then trade him, right? Like, I don't, no, I don't no, think no, no, you no. can do once that. You trade a player, once you trade a player, you get his bird rights, too. So, like, it, it'd be different <clears throat> if Giannis is a free uh, – no, wait a minute. How can I put this? Yeah, so if Houston landed Giannis in a trade, they have his bird rights, which means they can offer him the Supermax. If Giannis tried to sign with anybody else outside of Houston, they would not be able to get him the Supermax. Uh, so okay. Houston, would, Houston would have that advantage. Now – Here's the thing. Maybe now, if you're Houston, you could take the risk and be like, you know what? Because it's a good chance, say, in this hypothetical situation, wow, um, that Giannis says, look, I'm not, re- I'm not signing a deal right now, but I want to see how this goes. You could take the chance. Look, Houston's a great place to play. Uh, people like to play in Houston. You could definitely get free agents to come to Houston. Um, the problem is that. Even if you trade you trade James Harden and you you get Giannis by some miracle, um, you still got Westbrook in that contract there, and um, I'm not sure anybody. And I, dang AD, I'm not sure anybody. They're niggas of eighty three sixty one. Um, I'm not mm. sure anybody are going to you know take Russ at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, because of the way he plays, he's. An athletic, his game is based on athleticism, and he's only going on a decline because of his age, right? And he can't shoot, so it, it's. But can you know. live with? I can live with Russ. I can't live with James Harden. Yeah, yes, that's yes. that's Here's the thing. The I, so if if I trade, I I can live with Russ and and uh, Giannis. I can live with that. Yes. Now, no, but here's the problem, though. I, I agree with you. If this was 2010 to two, or 12, I would say. That's a heck of a dynamic duo, especially in terms of the fast break. That is disgusting. However, both guys can't shoot. So now you're going to have two guys on the floor. But you can't, can't – You right, but we're not playing NBA 2K. Like, you don't get to just move pieces as you want. Like I know. You, I get you know it. what I mean? Like, you – so you, Right. It. So what do you – what do you got to – you got to just work with what you have. You can mm-hmm. trade James Harden. I'm not sure you can trade Russ. You you're probably right. could, no. but you're, you know, what are you going to get? Are you, so if I trade James Harden and Russ, am I just going to be a lower, a lesser Milwaukee that's in the West? Or, yeah. you know what I mean? Can I, can I get rid of Harden, bring in Giannis, may, and, and, you know, maybe you, for a prayer, you get a bench guy and you're a little, you know, and you're better, you know, for Houston, yeah. are you better? That's, yeah. that's the hope. I mean, because, yeah, I, I mean, I get it. I'd love to trade Wes, uh, Russ and, and Harden for Giannis and, you know, a couple of young guys. But, you know, who's going to, you know, like you said, you, you know, no one's going to take Russ's contract with his age, but I still think he can be effective. He's just got to just got to attack the rim like that. That's Russ's big problem is when he gets in that that, you know, in love with the three ball. And and not his his elbow jumper, which is is pretty efficient. He yeah. runs himself into trouble. Yeah, I agree. So no, you, it, you just gotta you gotta work with what you got, you know. Yeah, no, no, no doubt, no doubt. And yeah, I wanted to go back to another thing that you mentioned earlier about Rondo. Um, his addition, and I can only imagine if they had Avery Bradley too. His addition <laughs> adds a totally different dynamic to this team because what? Wow, 
Lakers up 21. Uh, what it, uh, it allows the Lakers to do is LeBron can finally play off the ball. He doesn't have to do so much, especially when he takes, he gets a breath, right, when he gets a break. Cause a lot of times when LeBron goes out of the game, the playmaking for the Lakers really diminishes. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they get they become stagnant, and it's just not the same. But and to me, I think that that's it. Sorry to cut you off, but I think that's Good. more important. Is 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 not even LeBron playing off the ball? LeBron getting a rest, like yeah. LeBron being able to sit for seven minutes and and not a full you know seven minutes straight, but seven yeah. to eight minutes of a of a game, uh, without the team you know faltering to where you know what I mean. Like it's almost like Vogel's looking at the at, at his watch, like. Oh man, okay. We we're up five when LeBron sits down. Let me, you know, I'm I'm timing his break so that you know in in two get back in because you know we go from up five to down you know three or four. I I think that's probably the most important part of it. But go go ahead, keep going. No, I, it's just you know I really really like how Lakers are playing. I think another guy who's emerging is Caruso as Caruso. Um, yeah, you know he had a really clutch shot. You know. Um, uh, last game, and that's another guy. He had a really good block today too. It was like a really nice block on on James Harden. He's athletic. He can shoot the ball. Um, the Lakers are really grounded into form. And one thing that's I would caution Clippers fans or people who think the Clippers are going to get the Lakers is, you know, it's one thing the Lakers have, are becoming a lot more consistent. Their their energy yes. level, their cohesiveness. One thing about the Clippers now that you see the trend is that they are not consistent. And no. because they haven't played a lot, like they they're they're kind of up and down. And mm-hmm. sure, on paper, you may say, okay, the Clippers are the better team, but the Lakers are playing a better ball right now. I truly do believe that. And the Lakers' I- defensive rotations. I mean, I I was watching a a good stretch of Game Four, and yeah. to see like the the rotations they had were. I mean, it was incredible. Like yeah. it was truly incredible to watch. Like to see. And and really to spotlight LeBron, um, to, you know, watching him and and his help side defense and and his rotation when a guy you know dives in or or gets past him, like it, it they were moving with. It. I mean, the fluidity that they move with on defense was incredible. And I'm just like, if they if they play defense like that, I, I'm not even sure the offense matters as much. But if you can do that, uh, you're yeah, you're you always are going to put yourself in position to win a game. Yeah. You know, one thing I'm starting to notice as I'm watching this game, you know, right now it's 2.35 left and, and, and counting the third quarter, the Lakers are up 21, uh, now 19. Um, Houston is worn down. And he, here's what happens where when you are severely undersized and you want to play this small ball, when you're smaller, you have to play a lot more feistier. You got to play with a lot more tenacity. You know, you, you gotta you gotta play. You, you gotta get every loose ball. You gotta yep. jump extra harder, bump harder, uh, fight harder for position on the post. And you're starting to see that they're wear they they're worn down. You know, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and, and that that's a this is negative about this small ball, and it's just not going to work. And um, it, maybe Houston takes a look at Joel and B. Um. You know, like I know you said that you'll be much willing to part with Embiid than than Simmons, right? So it, I don't know what you'll do to swing for him, but you know, get get yourself okay. Fine. The reason why Houston probably made that trade was mostly not due to Harden, but probably due to Russ. So Russ has a lane to get to the basket, right? So mm-hmm. okay, fine. 
I can get a big center like Joel Embiid. And Joel Embiid can play in the post, but he also can stretch the floor. So I can still have it spaced out. And I can still have my big man, too. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, that, that, yeah, it, this is um, an experiment that's gone wrong. The only reason why they <laughs> made it this far is because they have two really good, great players in Russbrook and Harden who's been able to uh, cover up some of those deficiencies. But like you said, man, um, you can't win like that. And I'm not saying that you can't, James Harden can't win a championship, but I don't think James Harden can win a championship being your number one guy. You, he needs to be a Robin, in my opinion. Which I mean, that's scary because there's not many, you know, no, no one's, number one, he's not paid like a Robin. And number two, no one's going to treat him that way. Like they're all going to treat him like Batman. Um, it's, it's so funny and it's so interesting because, I tagged you in a, a post on Instagram, so when you get a chance, go check it out. But it was Kobe and T-Mac were uh, being interviewed by someone, and I don't know who exactly it was, but uh, – Oh, it was no, Rachel it, Nichols. It was, uh, I know you're talking about. It was uh, – uh, uh, Nick, Rachel Nichols. Yep. Rachel, yeah, she, Rachel Nichols. Yep. She had interviewed them, and, was, and it was during a time, and I don't know what season it was, but maybe a couple years ago, but I, I think it was when Harden went like – something like 10 or 15 games, something mm-hmm. just silly yep. of like 40, 50 yep. points, mm-hmm. just going nuts. And, mm-hmm. you know, she had asked Kobe, was just like, yeah, like, do you think that they can win a championship? And he's like, absolutely not. He's like, I'm a huge fan of what James Harden is doing. He's like, it's incredible. He's like, I don't want to take anything away from him. He's like, but it, as far as winning a championship, he's like, no, they, you can't win a championship like that. Yeah. He's like, it just, you know, with a guy so ball dominant, He's like, and a, and a guy who's, who's, who essentially is getting the ball at the top of the key or outside the three-point line, he's like, because the defense can all key on it. He's like, all yep. five of the, of the guys can see you because you're in front of them, right? Yep. So you're easy to guard. He's like, whereas opposed to a guy in the post or, you know, catching it on the block, like every defender can't see, you know, how he's, he's setting up. He's like, mm-hmm. but, with, you know, with that, he's like, no, it's, it's not going to work. And yeah. it's crazy to think that it's like, wow, just the foresight because Houston's all in on that, that it's going to work. And it's, it's, just, it's just not. Um, well, if anybody, you know, knows, if anybody knows that, it's Kobe's. And T-Mac, too, but T-Mac made the comment as well. And, and it's Kobe because Kobe um, has done that. I mean, Kobe has gone on, you know, I think James Harden actually broke Kobe's consecutive 40-game record. You know what I'm saying? Because that's why they even – I think that's why she asked Kobe that because – originally was a guy who had like the most um the most consecutive 40 point games like I think mm-hmm. it was like 10 or 11 something crazy like that he went on a stretch I think a season when Shaq was hurt for the Lakers but anyway and so Kobe understands like yeah you know I've been in, the, in that you know in that in that in that seat when like I know I had to score a lot of points but I mean I mean Kobe's best scoring seasons the Lakers weren't winning championships besides right. the Lakers besides the Colt the Shaq era uh, post Shaq. I mean, Kobe didn't start winning championships until he got Paul Gasol and, you know, he, instead of averaging 30, he was averaging 25, 26, but he got Phil Jackson back and they was running a triangle and it was more of a flow offense, right? So, yeah, yeah you, you, you can't win a championship like that, ball dominant, you know. I mean, in an era before this era, I mean, think of a guy like Allen Iverson, you know, took a ton of shots. He got to the finals, but, he, you know, he didn't win a championship, right? It's tough yeah. to do that. It's tough to do that, and um, either you have to have great team play like the Spurs, or you need to have star, really good star power, but with a, a actual flow 
where your role players can fit in and be comfortable and make an impact, right? So it's um gosh, this is sad. Like this is a blowout. My God. Sixty nine ninety one with a minute left in the third. Um <laughs> I didn't think they'll get. I didn't think it was gonna be a blowout tonight. I'm kind of shocked. But it looks like Houston. It feels like Houston just came in like defeated. Well, Houston, oh Houston gave up in the last game. I mean, think for so? for James Harden to to have 11 shots in the entire game, like you you you've given up, and that that is, I I just I, as a as a person who is I'm now 34, but um, older. But nonetheless, like no less of a competitor. Like I just can't. I can't. I I I can't. I can't get down with that. Like for for Harden. Like for you to just concede like that. Like that's that's embarrassing. Like it is yeah. incredibly embarrassing. Look, um, and, and look, if I'm everyone... Houston, like you gotta go. You truly have to go. Damn. <laughs> God, you please. gotta go. Ninety four sixty nine. Um, no, it, it's you know, and fatigue is one thing, and I don't doubt your fatigue, but. You, you know, in the I don't know if they showed this in the last dance, but in the ser- in the in the series versus this is a thirty five year old Michael Jordan, by the way, in the series versus Pacers, the Eastern Conference Finals, the the Bulls barely made it past the Pacers. Like I mean, they 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 took everything out of them, and Jordan mm-hmm. talked about how exhausted they were. Like he was like, we were absolutely exhausted, and I remember in an interview, uh, they were, they showed him saying, the announcer asked him, you know, you guys look absolutely tired. Um, but you guys made it through, and Jordan's like, yeah, well, I'm exhausted. And um, he asked him uh, a follow-up question. Well, you know, w- what are you guys going to do versus Jazz who's had time to kind of rest and recuperate? He says, our hearts aren't fatigued. That's the main thing. And it's just like <laughs> – it It's just different. It's different, man. It's levels to it. It's yeah. levels to it. To yeah, keep it no keep doubt. it simple. No doubt. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, It's just – yeah. I, for me, Harden, he just – I don't know, man. I think he loves getting all the attention. I think he loves being the one. I think he loves, you know, scoring all the points and all the, you know, the the great talk about him. But I'm just like, I don't know if you truly want to be, like, great. Like, you want to be a great scorer, but do you want to be a great player? And I'm not sure he does. And, yeah. I, and I don't know. Like, I don't know. But I think he's just from outside it. looking in, it's just like, dude, this doesn't, this, like, how does this just keep happening? You know what I mean? Like, you seem content with it. Like you're I not. He, I, I I think he just found the niche. I, I I think when he was in OKC, uh, he was one of the young guns, up and coming, but wasn't starting. Um, and then he got his own shine when he went to Houston, um, and he, he immediately became the man. Um, and then he he eventually found his swag, if you will, his his style of play, which is isolation ball, you know taking guys off the dribble, and instead of taking 12 shots in OKC, now he could take 20-plus shots, right, or maybe 30 shots some night. Um, and I think he got settled in this style of play in this comfort zone, and he's never really had a coach who's challenged him on that or a, a organization that's challenged him to be different by bringing in guys who are at his level to make him be different. Um, so I, I think he's just gotten comfortable in his way. Um, and you know what? I don't want to. This, of course, is a revision of history, but it, let's say OKC chooses to pay Harden instead of Westbrook. When I mean by, you know, Harden having a, being a Robin to a Batman, imagine if Harden played with a Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? How different that would have been for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just don't think he's a. He may have the talent of a Batman, um, 
statistically, he may seem like a Batman, but in terms of impact on the game and winning and crunch time, he's not a Batman. And you know who is on the opposite of that? He doesn't necessarily have the statistics of a Batman, but in terms of leadership, in terms of attitude, in terms of impact on the game and his team, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. does his average 30 points a game. I don't think he even averages 25. I think he averages around 22, 23. Yep. Um, he doesn't have the gaudy rebound or assist numbers, but he's a two-way player. He plays with tenacity, and his team feeds off on that. You know what I'm saying? And the Miami Heat are in a much better position than the Houston Rockets, right? Yep. Isn't that it's a there's levels to it, and it's yeah. There's difference between talent and, and, and impact, man. It, and it's you can see the difference. You really can. Yeah, it's it's cliche, but it it's truly Jimmy Butler plays winning basketball. Yeah, and I, I'm a I'm a fan of his because I if if I were an NBA player and I am nowhere near that, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if I were an NBA player, I would play like Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. I would be pissed at my teammates when you guys don't bring it because I'm bringing it on both ends of the floor. Like, and, and like you said, it's not that Jimmy is, is going to drop 30 or 40 in a game, but when you need a big shot, like I'm willing we'll to take it. it. Like, yeah. And at the same time, I'm guarding Giannis on the other end. Like, yeah. I, cause I feel like I'm the best guy. I'm going to guard the best guy. And, I, and cause I know if I beat him, if I win, we're going to win like no that, doubt. that, and it, it's, it's just, it's winning basketball, and, I, and I'm not sure James Harden does that. I, I, I could see that before Jimmy Butler gets eliminated in a series, he is going to take 30 shots in a game, and you, it's just going to be to the point where he's exhausted and you're just looking at him like, dude, what are you doing? But yeah. Give me that over James Harden taking 11 shots and just conceding like all day. Like if I'm, if I'm going out, I'm going out of blaze. Like, you know, yeah. right. Like with no bullets left in the gun, I'm, I'm, like that's how I'm. I want to go out. Like in Harden, just is like, ah, oh, miss the first two shots. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna keep the rest of the four bullets in the chamber. I'm, I'm good. I'm just gonna you move know, on. The West may have the more talented roster, more talented teams than the Clippers and Lakers, but the three teams that I've really enjoyed watching lately, and one team just got eliminated by the other, is were the Raptors, Celtics, and the Heat. Um, I don't know if you saw that game set between the Raptors and the Celtics. It, it was one of the most grittiest games I've seen in such a long time. And it, it shows you that it, it's – you can tell when guys really want it and really want to play defense and gritty. Like, guys aren't soft. They just choose – Not to play, play defense. Play finesse. Yep. Well, you And you saw it in the All-Star game this past year. Like, when guys want to lock in – and, and get gritty and nasty, they can do it. Mm-hmm. They can do it. But it's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard It's hard to do that and then go score 30 points on the other end of the floor. Yeah. So guys pick and choose. Like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, well, I, I you know, I, I don't want to play defense like all game. I'll play yeah. a couple possessions, but I don't want I don't want to do it every single one. Like, no, that's that's crazy. I'll be exhausted. Nope. Which is really crazy when you think about a guy like Michael Jordan and Kobe. You know, especially a guy like MJ, because like those guys never. They, okay, I, I think it's cliche also to say, "Oh, they never took a possession off." I mean, they're human beings. I mean, you're not gonna right. Go yeah, no, they definitely did every single possession. However, I will say is that one thing that was different in that era was that 
a lot of times superstars wanted to guard superstars, especially in their positional group. That is a little bit different. Yep. Um, and, and, and maybe now it's just more rotations and guys trying to find, you know, there's a lot more pick and roll yes. nowadays. And so, but guys switch. also guys also choose not to go through picks because you there yes. was a there was a clip in the last dance to where you know uh, uh, Phil you know was 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 talking about the you know the Bulls on defense and you know he told Michael like hey if you get a pick switch and Michael's like no I'm not switching anything I'm not, <laughs> no I'm not switching anything I'm staying with him. like that that's that. that's the mentality like that's what you have to have if you want to be like. Yeah. No, I'm not switching. No, no. I'm not switching. No, like, I'll get over it. I'll get over it. Yep. You know. it. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I and I think it's just guys not wanting to get through the picks. Like, cause, yeah. come on. Like, who what I mean, name me five guys that set screens to where you just cannot get through. Like yeah. where guys are that big, physical, and are punishing on screens. Like they're not. Yeah. Like most yeah. most of the time they set full screens to where they yeah. just stand there and then and did, you know, they're they're either rolling or, or popping out like these guys aren't really setting screens like that like this isn't yeah you know charles oakley that you're yeah. trying to get through you know <laughs> what i mean like it's like no yeah. this, this ain't that it's, yeah. it's not it's not yeah so it's 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 different um but you know we'll we'll, we'll see what happens I'm, I'm interested to see how tatum handles uh the eastern conference finals I, i'd like to see him play well i like him a lot um, he's gonna be a superstar, man. If not already yeah. there, he he's one of the guys, and you know, I always kind of, and I think maybe everybody does this when uh, you you see you know superstars aging. Like when I see LeBron, I'm like, man, when LeBron retires, who's gonna be the guy? And I worry about, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're gonna miss this guy so much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I miss Kobe, and you know, and then you know, I'm when I say miss, I mean like miss greatness. It, it, yeah, there are great players that come and go in the league all the time, but then there are generational greatness. You know what I'm right. trying to say? Like, yeah. guys who transcend eras forever. Yeah. LeBron. Michael. Kobe. Kobe Michael. LeBron. Uh, yeah. LeBron. Yeah. Yep. Right, right. And I'm like, who's going to be that guy? I'm like, you know what? Lee's in good hands. You have Giannis. You have Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitch. You know, and then it's going to be guys who come in afterwards. But, like, think about this. Jason Tatum's only 22 years old, dude. 22. <laughs> That's silly. You know? That's silly. Yep. It, well, it, and, don't, and don't forget about Steph. I mean, Steph. Steph, you know what I mean? Like, we, we we all have recency bias. So it's just like, oh, man, we haven't seen him play since early in the season. So yeah. we kind of forget about him. KD's going to be, you know, back next year. Kyrie. KD, yeah. Yeah, you forget. You know? You're yeah. right. That's a great point. You know, another thing about the Warriors, and, and we got to eventually get to the NFL, but in college as well. Another thing about the Warriors is funny is that they are essentially, like, disappeared off the map because mm-hmm. of the situation this year. But – Depending on what they do, this draft pick and Clay and Steph coming back, they could be in the mix again <laughs> next year. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. That's crazy to think about. It's really crazy because you talking about a healthy, you talking about a healthy Steph, healthy Clay, and let's say for instance, because it sounds like Lamelo Ball is going to be the number one pick. Um, yeah. So, and, and I think Golden State's got two, right? They have the second pick. Yeah. So, say they go James Wiseman, the the kid from Memphis. So you're talking, you've got a. Uh, he's not a he's not he's not going to step in and as a rookie be a dominant center, but he's athletic as crap for yeah. a, for a big man. Yeah. Um, that that could be scary, you know. He still got Draymond, who who's who I think would be incredible for Wiseman's development. You know what I mean? Like for his focus on defense and rotations and and how to challenge without fouling. Like 
it that then that, that that could be scary. That could be really scary for them. And what are they trading? That's I mean that's the thing too. And, and look, I'm, people so it's not a draft with a ton of generational talent or franchise star players. So maybe that pick doesn't have the value it normally would. But I mean, they just have options. They still have Draymond. They have stuff. They have Clay. Guys could be healthy next year. Yep. And Steve Curry, I used to hate on Steve Curry in terms of man, he just got a great situation. But you know what? I think he actually is a very, very good coach. Um, you know, see Kerr and the culture they have there, do. And also, too, you know what's underrated as well? Because staying club were hurt all year, all these young guys. Got a lot they, of time to play. Yes. Yep. Like, you think about that. Yep. They played all year. That valuable experience. One and of the they, uh, Michigan guys. What was it Jordan Poole? Jordan Poole. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I yep. mean, all they did was play, and that's what that was. That's what you want. Bump your head, play a lot of minutes, learn. Yeah. So now you telling me you get your <laughs> best players next season. All your young guys have had a full season of playing big minutes. Right. The Warriors Con- confident. Yeah. Huh? I said, and they're and they're confident. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? They're not. It's not scary to take that shot. You know, late in the game, this is like, oh no, I did this last year. This is cool. I got this. No big yeah. deal. Yeah. So I mean, the Warriors could be in the mix too, and I've seen something like about. Ooh, uh, I saw some kind of a uh, post. Someone said uh, Myers, the GM of the Warriors, like, he can't call Giannis yet. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Giannis and Golden State. If you mean it, to, if you're oh, like that, man. that's not that's like Chiefs level in the NFL. Like that's unguardable. That <laughs> literally unguardable. That's to me. That's more unguardable, unguardable than KD with the Warriors, simply because of the diff- the dynamic, the different dynamic. That Giannis brings compared to what KD w- would have brought. It, we're, this is a what if scenario, right? Because Giannis is unstoppable in the paint. It takes two or three guys to stop Giannis from driving. Okay, so you mean tell me you're going to crash with Giannis driving? Oh, yeah. And you're going to leave stuff in clay in the corner? Are you kidding actually, me? Yeah, you, you got a point with that. I, I, was, I was actually going to go against you and say, no, dude, KD for sure. But when you bring up that point of the drive and kick aspect, like, yeah, I, you, 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 you probably got a point there. Yeah. Uh, so that that part's that part's pretty interesting. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Well, yeah. let's uh, let's let's switch gears because we we could talk NBA all day. Uh, we'll do some more episodes on it. We'll do more episodes. Uh, now we got to talk about the getting my blood pressure high about the these Detroit Lions. We are less than twenty four hours away, baby. I don't know uh, yeah, how far. Yeah. We're about uh, let's see, twelve, thirteen, fifteen hours away. Look. And the beautiful thing about the NFL kickoffs at one o'clock. By the time by the time I wake up, I wake up around, I don't know. I probably wake up and get a workout in the morning. Probably wake up, do an early workout, take a quick nap, or if you stay up, you know, around twelve o'clock, you, know, you get started getting close. <sighs> I'm excited, baby. It's I'm bad. not really excited. I, I just things that I feel like are coming to fruition that I I did not want to happen uh, are number one. Uh, it sounds like Jeff Okuda is not going to start. I think we, we either talked about this on our last episode or just on we the did. phone. Oh, Nonetheless. So we covered it, yeah. Okay, yeah. So he's not going to start. So I, 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 So that's number one. Uh, number two, we've lost four straight games to Mitch Trubisky and the Bears, which is almost unfathomable to me. Yeah. Um, as bad as he is as, as a quarterback. And somehow – the Bears are just set on him as a, as a as starting game one, which whatever is what it is. I, mm-hmm. I to be frank, I think they're babying him and his ego. Um, like, dude, you're not performing well. You, it, this is a performance league. 
If you don't play well, you sit on the bench. Doesn't matter if you're a quarterback. And they or also not. gave up a lot too, and that's the thing too. Like they gave us so much to be able to draft that guy, and so it wasn't like they just took him with you know with their with their original with pick what they had. Him. Yeah, yeah. They gave up to move up. It, yeah. it just but it, but the longer you prolong it, the you know the longer you drag this out, the worse off you're going to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But it just you know um, Kenny Galladay. It sounds like is doubtful for the game. Yeah, as a hamstring injury, probably our, our most explosive, um, you know, offensive weapon. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it it's just not. It, I I don't know. I, I'm going into it with yes, I would. I would um, watch watch. You know, you need him the full season. So why 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 chance reactivate Nick? You know what I'm saying? On week one, you know, I I I I, I take my chances and roll what you got. And you know what? It goes back to something we talked about before, too, with the with the offseason not being what it is, soft tissue injuries. You've got Galladay. Um, I actually, on my fantasy team, I have Miles Sanders, which uh, is the starting running back for the Eagles. But they um, just ruled him out. Same thing. Soft tissue injury, hamstring, been limited last couple of days. Um, it, it really, it seems like everybody has at least one or two guys, which mm-hmm. which that's normal. But it, it, you know, it, you wonder how much of it is just the, the abnormal offseason. Um, but for the Lions, I, I, my hope is, is that Stafford just comes out and, and this is one of those games to where you look at it and you're just like, man, like he literally put the team on his back. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for, you know, 300 yards, three touch, literally that A-plus game that I, that I ask him to have when we need it. It'd be great to start the season off 1-0. It really would be, um, but I'm going to give you my prediction. I think this game is going to be something just silly, like 20 to 17. Lions lose. Like I, I think that's what it, that's mm-hmm. what's what's going to happen tomorrow. That that's my prediction. Well, if that's the if that is the the case, that tells me that oh my god, it's going to be. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like LeBron. Just just Are you watching the game? No, I'm not. Not right, right now. No, uh, uh, I'll send you a clip of it later. But anyway, um, but um, anyway, I get damn. Sorry, I got distracted. No, but the the thing is, if it's twenty to seventeen, um, that 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 would tell me that it's a typical Lions don't do enough on offense. I think twenty points is actually a good job by your defense for the most part. Um, Lions do a good enough job on offense. Probably had a lot of missed opportunities. Probably if you got seventeen points probably kick way too many field goals as opposed to actually, you know, capitalizing the red zone. Um, so it's um that that would be very, very, very disheartening. Very disheartening to see. You know what I'm saying? And then also, you know another thing too, we gotta talk about TJ Hawkinson. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like without bro, we spent an eighth the eighth overall pick <laughs> in the first round last year. And he didn't, and he didn't finish the season. How many draft picks have we? Have, oh. That that still ticks me off because I'm like, dude, why would you do? I remember we texted about that. Like that was so unnecessary. Yep. Like the stupid hurdle he did and gave him a concussion that pretty much ruined the season. Um. I. Yep. You, you don't. You know what, number so, one, you don't hurdle. Number two, no. you don't hurdle. Number three, you don't hurdle in traffic. Like no. those. Those are the hurdling rules. And when you, you know, if you get to number one, then, you know, and you get to number two, see number one. Don't just don't do it. You're too big of a guy to do that. Like, that's how Gronk ended up, you know, banged up with elbow and back and all this other stuff. Like, dude, 
You're too big to be jumping in the air. Yeah. No. No. Lower your 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 six five two sixty running full speed. Catch the ball. Lower your shoulder and run through the defender. Mm-hmm. Right. Protect the ball. Burl up and run through the defender. Don't yeah. don't get cute and start hurdling. I, I hate that crap. And you know what? For a Titan taking eighth overall in the first round <laughs> draft, I should be okay in my freaking star receiver sits out of the game. You know why? Because he should be a star tight end. And I should be able to have mismatches. He should be a mismatch. I should be able to be like, okay, I don't have Galladay, but I have Hawkinson. I can game plan, create mismatches for Hawkinson, and then I should be able to get Marvin Jones and schematically, schematically get Marvin Jones, Marvin Hall Jr., uh, 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 Quentin Cephas, uh, whoever, who, uh, Danny Amendola, I should be able to get those guys open. We should have enough um, to score some points and be effective moving the ball. We should. Right. One yeah. thing I, I will say is is keep keep an eye out for number thirty nine, Eddie Jackson. Oh, oh, hashtag built by Bama, but <laughs> not to my leg. On the other side, because I it, it's funny, but uh, I just saw a clip, and I think it was just because it was like a Chicago Bears like Instagram, but. Um, it was a post. I don't know if you remember, you probably won't remember, but it was when we had Ebron and we were playing the bears at home and Stafford dropped back a quick drop. It was like a third down and he went to throw it to Ebron in the flats and Eddie Jackson, who had him man to man was probably like seven to eight yards off and just dialed in on Ebron and just took off and just pick sixed it. Like it was, it was an incredible play. Uh, and at that time, I think Eddie Jackson was like maybe a second year in the league, second or third year. But um, I, I, he he's just a dangerous, dangerous defensive back. Uh, I think he, I think someone else might have gotten paid recently after him to be the highest paid safety. But before, I mean, he, he was the highest paid safety for you know a good chunk of the offseason. Um, the dude is talented, uh, playmaker, and I I he. I will. I'll, I'll say this with confidence. He's going to have one interception tomorrow. He's going to pick off well, Stafford once. He already picked off Stafford in last year's Thanksgiving game. <laughs> no, 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 two years ago. That that stupid pick six. That oh yeah. That that probably was off. it. That probably was it. Yep. Yep. Oh, that ticked me off. He uh Stafford literally <laughs> Eddie Jackson comes <laughs> on the side of the field. <laughs> like oh oh God. man. He's 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 a playmaker, man. He's just a ball hawk. That's what he does. Um, so yeah, I, I you can go ahead and pencil that in for Eddie Jackson and his uh, stat into the box score or the the game log. He he's gonna get Stafford at least once tomorrow. I I just I feel that. But yeah, I, I think it'll be twenty seventeen. Um, what's your what's your score prediction for for the game tomorrow? Oh. I say 23-17 Bears. I say maybe the Bears get an extra field goal. Maybe the Bears luck into a couple touchdowns and two field goals. How are you going to feel if we if, with the Lions starting 0-1 as far as them trying – I don't remember what your, your – uh, um, record prediction was for them mine was sub 500 so mm. how are you going to feel as far as them trying to say trying to get to nine wins like with them taking zero and one to the bears the tough part is well I, i'll feel 
course, debilitated. Like, man, not debilitated, because it's the same old lions, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm at the point now I should have been like this. You know, it, it's just prove it to me. You know, just, you know, like, I expect you to lose, but it's no prove it to me, you know? And um, it, it, it would be very disheartening because it's like, for once, can you guys come out <laughs> and, and, and just take care of your business? You know what I'm saying? And under, under this era, we just have this regime uh, with Patricia. We haven't seen them really take care of their business like they should. Um, and I, I need to see signs that this coach, this coach Patricia, can bring, get his team for the first time to come out in the season ready to go. You know what I'm saying? His first, his first game ever as Lions coach. That embarrassing Monday night performance versus the Jets, week one. In the final <laughs> season, you tie after leading, I think, 14 zip, you end up tying with a rookie quarterback. First game of the season. With a team that on paper was inferior to you. Not saying they were some great shapes, but the Cardinals were completely rebuilding. You know? They still mm-hmm. are. So it's just um just come out and you know, look like you guys are prepared. Look like you have some kind of game plan, strategic advantage, um, and, and, and take care of your business. I'm not going to apologize for a win. If they win tomorrow, you're not going to see me get too picky about the win, especially given the fact that there haven't been any OTAs and mini camps and the repetitions really haven't been there, right? So I'm not going to get too caught up on sloppiness. Just get the W. And right. uh, we'll, 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 we'll see the um, – the, um, uh, how things come together week by week, but to, for me, I'm just at the point. Well, you know what? Just just take care of business. To find a way to get a win. I don't care if it's messy. Just get it done. Yeah, one and zero in the division is is that's that's yeah. I, I'm never gonna to apologize for that. But it's a tough I, game. I, I I do. I just don't think that's going to happen. So do we'll you really see. That because you feel jaded, or or is it because um, you really feel like they don't have what it takes to win tomorrow? I, I well, I think they have what it takes to win, but they, but you also but that's not enough in the NFL. Like you can't just show up and and beat a team. Like you have to execute for four quarters, and I I just don't see that. Like I have a major concern. Like we want to be a run first team, right, or a run heavy team, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, well, yeah. Our our starting running back can't stay healthy. He's he's yet to have a season where he was a professional football player, where he finished the the season. Yeah. Like so, I I don't have confidence there, and, and you say okay, well let's go to Swift, which uh, I I think he's going to be a really solid NFL pro, but he's all this is literally going to be his first game as a professional football player. Like so, how you know how do you put that on him? So then you move to okay, well Stafford, let's let's put it on him. Well he needs help, you know he he's shown he's not a guy to to carry everybody. Uh, you got Hawkinson coming back from injury. You hope he, he you know, kind of picks up where he left off. But then you're losing Kenny Galladay, who's our, who's our star wide receiver. Like, you know, what, what, how well do you think Matt Ryan would play if Julio Jones was not there? And I'm not saying that Galladay is Julio, but in, in respect to the team, right, he's our best wide receiver. So, it, it, so that's how I, I would relate it. It, I wouldn't expect Matt Ryan to, to light it up with Julio being gone. And that, you know, I look at, I look at it the same way. So it's just, you know, and we're also we're implementing a new system. We're now a four, three team as opposed to three, four from last year. So there's just a lot of moving parts, which is not a, a great thing. 
especially with with a, a you know an abbreviated off season or an abnormal off season, however you want to, to table it. But it, it's just not a you know it's just it, there's just a lot that could and probably will go wrong. That uh, you know it's just like uh, we'll you, see. You know, underrated uh, loss that I, I, I think I'm kind of curious to see how they they replace him because I like the impact he had with Bevel. Uh, was uh, J.D. McKissick. Uh, I thought last year I liked the way that he impacted the passing game. They will get the ball out to him, and uh, he was really good at making guys miss. Um, yeah, I, I really am curious to see how, it, you know, look, Stafford played. And the one thing you could say, Stafford looked very comfortable playing in Bevel's offense last year. Um, so I expect him to be just as comfortable this upcoming year, tomorrow. Uh so and, and they they have some nice little wrinkles into it. So, you know, if, if Stafford's on tomorrow, you know you got a legit chance. Um, the deep, one one concern to also have is, you know, the Lions were last in pressures last year. You know, we this the way the NFL is built, you're not going to lock people up, especially playing man to man, and you're not gaining pressure on a quarterback. You know, mm-hmm. it's impossible to lock up NFL receivers more than a few seconds. You know what I'm saying? So if yeah. you're playing man to man, I'm not playing zone, so I can't just play my zone and let guys come to me. I gotta follow them. You mean to tell me I have to follow this guy and you're not getting to the quarterback to make him get rid of the ball quicker? It's just a terrible combination. And one thing I'm really curious to see is what type of strategic uh uh plan does Patricia and that defense take? You know, Deshaun Hand wasn't healthy that much last year. You got him back, right? Yeah, you said rookie season. So you're gonna have Deshaun Hand, you got Trey Flowers, you got Danny Shelton, and now you got uh 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 um who's other DN? Am I missing somebody? Uh yeah. Well who's again I don't even know who it's gonna be. Trey Flowers one DN, the other DN is Deshaun Hand, yeah, Nick Williams and then Danny Shelton. Um yeah, I just I, I'm just I'm, I'm really curious to see, you know, wh- what are they doing? One, one thing about the Patricia era that's really concerns me is that there's a lot of banking on being the smartest guy in the room and doing things a little bit differently. Because remember, Patricia, when he was in New England, New England's defense wasn't that good. I mean, they were getting lit up pretty well. They got better (laughs) once Patricia left. So it's, I don't know, man. It's just the last two seasons haven't given us anything to be confident about. At least with Caldwell, Caldwell made good, I thought staff changes, at least originally. I mean, Terrell Austin, while he was in Detroit, at least, was one of the best defensive coordinators in the game. He was Mm -hmm. known for, you know, getting the best out of talent. He really was. Which is why he was being looked at as an NFL potential coach every year because he had a really good defense. Yeah. And then for a while, JBC, until he got super, super predictable, had a nice little wrinkle to the, the Lions offense. So, I don't know, man. It's just I, I think right now we're at the wait and see phase, and uh, just let our let our listeners know we will be doing a reaction episode. Um, it'll probably be sad. Be, but huh? I said it'll probably be sad, but yes, we'll do. Or or <laughs> or heat it or heat it. It based on my mood. Um, <laughs> you know, um, if so the we'll, if the Lions lose, there's no way you won't be heated. Yeah. No. And it, you know, it's unfortunate, dude. It's like, it literally ruins my Sunday. Like, <laughs> like I need to go to the grocery store before and take my business before the game. Like, I, I like there's been times where, like, the Lions lose. I'm like, damn, I got to go to the grocery store. Like, I'm just like, 
I'm just like doing nothing the rest of the day. I'm like, I'm just upset. I just want to chill. Like, oh yeah, you gotta you gotta get out of that because they lose much more than they win. So you're oh, you're gonna sure. be ruining a lot of you know of what 16, 16 Sundays. You don't you don't need to be ruining you know 10, 11 <laughs> of your Sundays. You don't you don't uh, need to uh, do uh, that. Uh, only 16 because we got, God knows they don't play me more than 16 <laughs> in most years. No. <laughs> hey, look, 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 nope. look, look. That's look, it. Look, you planning the vacations all the time. Look, <laughs> you a diehard Lions fan. More, more, more times than not, if you're, you're going to be free in January. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, yeah. You'll be free. You'll be free. <laughs> don't worry about it. You're good. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. Hey, all right. hey, hon, <sighs> you think we'll be ready? Uh, can we take this vacation down to Florida? Absolutely. Yeah, that, yeah, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> Nothing to worry about there. What about the Lions? No, I don't. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're probably down on vacation with us. You right. Know? You might see yeah. a couple of them. That's Stafford. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I think we should do tomorrow. We should do a recap. What is that? Go ahead. We should do a, yeah, we should do a recap tomorrow as well as talk about college football today. But I think that kind of does it for today. I think so. Yeah. We'll we'll do a recap and see how uh you know good old good old uh you know SOL does and we'll go from there. All right, talk to you tomorrow, my man. All right, man, sounds good.